Well, hello, Gundam fans. Welcome to episode 24 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I'm your host, Adam Blue, and it is exciting for me to be able to talk about Gundam again uh, this 24th consecutive week. There's always something to talk about. It gives me time to do a little bit of research, uh, to look up some cool stuff, because Gundam is just cool in general. And so, yeah, you'll see as we get through this episode, just like all the previous ones, right? Um, well, you know what? Some cool stuff I found a way to mount my camera arm on a bookshelf that's next to my desk instead of my desk because all of that wobbling. So now oh, I just hit the mic, but now I don't have to worry about it wobbling. That was bothering me. I don't know if that was really bothering anyone else, but I am glad I figured that out. Yeah, big brain there. Um, no, so that's cool. But uh, so, yeah, if you haven't, uh, subscribe uh, on YouTube or audio versions are available everywhere. I even got a notification about someone requesting it to be on another uh, podcast platform I wasn't familiar with, so I submitted it there. Um, shortly, I'll have a website up that you can actually just stream it there along with the video. So instead of going to YouTube or going to a podcast uh, platform, if you just want to do it straight from a website, that's an option. Just, you know, whatever makes it easier for you to get your filling of Gundam. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't you know, subscribe. Uh, and also there's a link in the description of this video uh, of the new giveaway video that I plan to once I hit, um, I think, 800 subscribers on YouTube, I'll be doing another giveaway where it's there will be two winners. There's always two winners. And it's just a matter of me, uh, you know, picking out something. I want to I, I want to make it personal. So that's why I say, like, leave in the comments, you know, something you'd like to get or something Gundam that you like. Um, that way, the giveaway can be a little personal because, you know, just with modern technology, the fact that I can gift things, order things online and get it to people quickly. I think that's just a cool way to do giveaways, really, and make it a little more personal, too, um, and save on shipping. <laughs> but uh, no, really, I think that's awesome. Um, and and so one of the winners from last time, Dubboy, uh, he's actually not located in the United States. So he was able to get with me. Um, and we figured out a way he, he, um, referenced an online shop I can use that he can order from in his country. So yeah, um, I'll be sending something to him from there. So that's, that's really cool. I'm really happy to be able to do that really, because it's crazy how quickly the subscriber, uh, count jumped. Um, it's, I'm, I'm nearly at, uh, what, 670. Uh, so if I hit 800 super quick, I might delay it to 900 cause I, can't be doing this too often. I'm thinking like, what, every couple months, maybe I do a giveaway, um, you know, just, you know, to kind of keep within my budget so I can buy myself some Gundam stuff. <laughs> I'm sure you understand. Um, but yeah, so let's see. Anything else I wanted to get out of, way, out of the way before getting started? I didn't get anything uh, Gundam related recently. I haven't really purchased anything. It's been, you know, since past the holidays. Um, I don't even think I've watched anything Gundam other than, you know, uh, completing the 0080 series that's up on YouTube now, War in the Pocket. Um, I was just spending some time doing some research on the mobile suits in that show. And, um, yeah, I think I, I still haven't decided what series I'm going to review next. Uh, but I have a bunch of ideas. Um, and really, I want to do it where I'm not only being informative to an audience, but learning myself about that stuff. So, um, oh yeah. And I just want to bring up discord. Um, the discord's awesome. There's a lot of fun in there. Even the Gundam wiki people reached out so we can kind of do some cross, uh, community stuff. So they have some of their people joining this, our discord and we're joining theirs. 
Um, and it was just a lot of fun to get some curated Gundam information and you get to know people that way. So that's a lot of fun. And, you know, and as this gets bigger, I'll be doing discord specific giveaways, um, as well. So, um, yeah, just to throw that out there, uh, it's, it's really cool building this, uh, Gundam community for sure. Um, okay. So then let's get to it. Um, and yeah, I, this little text I put at the bottom, I always forget about that. So email any comments, questions, stories, anything that you want me to read on air and answer to it. Um, yeah, Gundam explained at gmail.com. Um, yeah, feel free. Anything you want to uh, let me know. And in fact, you can even put in there if you don't want me to read something or if you don't want me to read your name, but feel free to let me know that. I just think it's fun to kind of read other people's maybe take on Gundam, even if it's something you don't agree with me on or have some ideas about how to talk about something or a discussion. Yeah, feel free to, to send me an email. I'll read it on air. Um, yeah, that'd be great to do. So, um, you know, this past week, um, since podcast episode 23, I had the 600 sub giveaway winners video. That one uh, up on that Saturday afterwards. You can see I'm at 679 now. So that's fantastic how quickly it's jumped up. Um, and since then, I, I put up a video for the high-grade RX-7802 Origin uh, Gumpla. And uh, that was kind of me just kind of showing the aesthetics, the sculpt, articulation, how cool it is. And, you know, there's some really cool comments in there. Uh, someone saying that it's uh, um, uh, one of the best 144th scale um, RX-782. And I, and I agree. I really like the design. I like that it's going to be in that new Kukuru's Doan's Island uh, movie coming out next year. Um, yeah, that's that's just super cool. And, and in that video, I actually even go over my process for panel lining. I'm really curious what other people think about that. It's that ink I use, the Tamiya ink. Then I kind of apply that uh, into the lines. It gets a little messy, and then I go back uh, with some lighter fluid to clean it up. That seems to be the best method. There could be some gotchas with that I don't know about, so let me know um, just in case. Um, oh, you know what? It's so great that I have this camera mounted uh, on my bookshelf back there because every time I go to put my hands down, I, I almost got myself used to being gentle with my desk, not to get everything to shake, but it's all cool now. Um yeah, you know what? I want to bring up something too. So when I do my reviews of like the collectibles, it's usually either been Robot Spirits or Gumpla. There's been a couple that have been the action figures, but it's really anything Gundam collectible related that I grab. But if you have any suggestions, someone brought up the Gundam Universe figures. I'm totally going to be doing that soon. But if there's any other type of Gundam collectibles the community's interested in seeing me review, let me know. Um, you know, I'm. I, while I'm a gun fan, I'm also a fan of action figures, kind of grew up with them. But, you know, as I got into my 20s and even in my early 30s, I kind of stopped collecting them. And then I kind of picked it back up once um, I got a handle on my family responsibilities and kind of wanted to have fun uh, for myself and would buy some action figures. I would follow some YouTubers. So Jobby the Hong, he's my favorite, even though most of the stuff he reviews is stuff I don't even collect. But there's also Anthony's Customs, and he's actually a local to me. He lives near me. And... Um, uh, he, a lot of times he reviews stuff that I would buy. There's a Toy Galaxy. That's another awesome channel. Uh, that uh, the, Toy Galaxy 2, I think, is the one that is more focused on the action figures now. The standard Toy Galaxy just does more um, interesting, cool stuff from the 80s and 90s or other properties that are related to action figures. 
Um, and then there's also the Toycanic. So Bill Maru, the Toycanic, he's actually local as well. Um, I'll probably link to him in this because so with action figures, especially if you get expensive ones, Japanese ones, when they break, sometimes you feel like it's the end of the world. And like, how do you fix something like this? And he was able to help me fix a Japanese Spider-Man that I had. It was from that uh, 70s uh, Spider-Man show that came out in Japan. And there's a uh, Bandai action figure of that, SH Figure Arts. The arm, I didn't realize it when I was moving. I just felt, I, I noticed that the at the shoulder joint, it kind of moved in a weird way. But I was when I was turning it, I was just turning the plastic that was like stuck in the joint and it broke off. And I um, was devastated. But luckily, I knew of him and knew he was local. So I just went and dropped it. This was during COVID. So I just dropped it off at his house, fully trusted him, said, hey, man, Here's this, and I even dropped off a few other figures that, since he had a service and he could also um, fix joints, like uh, make the joints uh, fix if they're too loose. There were some other things. I had that uh, Mafex Batman, uh, the one with the the cape, and it was coming out a lot. It was like the first version, and, and he helped kind of put that in place. Now, to be honest, he has videos that teach you how to fix action figures, and nowadays I kind of fix them myself, but uh, I'm I'm thankful he was there for me to fix figures at a time when I needed it, and I've learned from him as well, so he's an all-around good guy. So definitely check out uh, yeah, Bill Maruto Canics. I'll put a link in the description if I remember. If I don't, I'll be disappointed with myself. Um, yeah, so my point... Uh, by talking about all that just then was really just saying that since uh, I'm, I'm really into action figures in general, kind of from my generation, I'd really like to get into the action figures. So like articulation more than it about being Gundam. So anyway, long way to say a lot of nothing, but uh, yeah, let's move on. Then the video on Wednesday that was normally a review of a show or a movie from Gundam, I sometimes uh, change it up. And this time I did, Every mobile suit in 0080 wore in the pocket. Um, so that's a. And I didn't do just the mobile suits, but I also did the ships that were in it, um, the little mecha that they had in it. And I had to pin um, uh, Rubber Duck's comment. So thank you, Rubber Duck. Um, nice vid. However, you did miss the GM Sniper too. And I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I missed that. That was like an obvious one. That was one I was thinking about and that was when I double checked in the wiki and uh forgot about it I have so much fun I get so excited I talk too much that I even forget what I'm doing so I hope you guys forgive me uh but anyway it's still a cool video to kind of get an idea I like to just kind of dive into more than just oh here's the mobile suit that was in there but what what is the meaning behind it why is it there what are some interesting facts about it so I might have to do a uh deep dive into the Sniper 2 for its own uh, thing. And I wonder if I actually already did that on a podcast. Forgive me if I did, because I did review the Robot Spirits, and sometimes when I review um, one of the action figures, I'll also then do a deep dive on a podcast. Okay, so let's... Uh, you know, I want to do something else. So, like, again, this is, like, the last... Um, this is the last podcast for Gundam Explain this year. And, you know, this year has been amazing. Oh, look, 680. Just as I'm doing this. How amazing. How amazing. I love it. Um, that just motivates me to keep doing this. But, um, you know, the point is I 
I've always struggled to figure out what I wanted to do with YouTube. I used to have a gaming channel. I still use that. I have another channel. I just kind of upload experimental things or if I just want to talk about something. And and this has already surpassed that. Um, but there was just something about Gundam. It was a mix of me wanting to learn about Gundam and then create content that didn't seem to be out there about Gundam. Not saying that there's not. There's some awesome YouTubers out there, excuse me, that cover Gundam-related things. And it's awesome. But I kind of wanted to give my take on it. And, you know, I look back at some of these older videos, even though it's only been about six months or whatever, and I'm like, man, I could totally redo that. One thing I did redo is I went back and put some better thumbnails. You can kind of see with the coloring of um, the border that I'm using, it's a different color. My uh, brother kind of helped me with some design stuff because um, he just started messing around with Photoshop. He's kind of an artist himself that kind of runs in our family, and so... He um, wanted to take a stab at some design elements, and I love what he put together. Um, but anyway, uh, so I did, you know, when I first started off, I did a history of Gundam model kits I've built. And that's actually at, um, yeah, that's a cool video. That's on my Instagram. Uh, that's called Gundadam. I think Gundam and Dad and Adam Gundadam. Um yeah, we're every. That's when I first got into um, building Gunpla. So anytime I took a picture, I uploaded it, or anytime I built a Gunpla, I uploaded it. And then you know I was trying out shorts, which to be honest, even though you could see the shorts get a lot of views, maybe it brings some people over. So far, when it comes to the research I have done in doing YouTube, it doesn't seem to be too big of a deal right now. Um. I've never seen a spike in subscribers when I've done a shorts. So, but every once in a while, if there's something I wanted to share, I did it that way. It's really just like posting on Instagram or something like a video. And then I did, yeah, the Hathaway Netflix trailer reaction. So it just so happened when I made this channel, there was the Hathaway um, trailer on Netflix came out. I mean, it being announced that it's going to be on Netflix and showing a trailer. Um, it was pretty awesome. So then I did Minofsky Particles Explained, and I did a part one, only because I knew I probably wouldn't get everything right the first time. And also that was me wanting to just talk about things that I was interested in that kind of encapsulates the UC timeline, the main, right now, uh, the main uh, kind of Gundam universe that I'm I'm following just to really get into Gundam before I kind of jump around. But um. And then I kind of did just some kind of reactionary videos like the Japanese box office, um, why the Gundam movie will be good, first mobile suit battle. These were a lot before I did the podcast, it's just when I had something on my mind and I wanted to talk about it. Um, but as I was going, I was, I was figuring out that I needed to be a little more consistent in what I was doing. So that's when I slowly got into the Monday with some kind of collectible review, Wednesday with some sort of anime review. And Friday was the podcast. And the podcast has been, I keep saying everything is my favorite, but podcast has been fun. I love it. It's just a time where I can not worry about editing and really just talk about Gundam. And usually the comments are really awesome. Um, and then obviously the community gives me content to talk about, either from Discord or from the comments. You know, and with the new way that I'm reviewing action figures, I kind of want to go back and re-review the Penelope um, and then, you know, I also got the, um, let's see, it yeah, is going down here. Oh, yeah, there's, let's see. Oh, I did a thing about the F91 music soundtrack. I kind of like, I did that. I need to do more music. 
videos. I'm, I'm glad I'm looking through this. I did my first live and yeah, it was only 30 minutes. I really wasn't sure what I was doing. I think I was opening one of the robot spirits I got. And I think I had Gundam on in the background. That's kind of the format I want to go with when I start doing my lives. Um, the idea of you can kind of see me talking while I'm doing something, either building a Gundam Gunpla or messing around with some of the action figures. But I also have the show on in the background. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, the Gundam Hathaway impressions. So that's uh, one of my most popular videos. But I think it makes sense because I was talking about a movie, the newest Gundam movie, right when it came out, giving my impressions. Um and I did a part two because I had watched it again and realized there was so much more I could talk about. That's what I like about Gundam and how deep it is, especially you see. Sometimes you can watch it again and get more information. Uh, oh, when I was playing EX versus Maxi Boost on. Oh, and I did a live stream of that. Um, you know, just to kind of test that out. The G Savior movie review. And you know what? I want to revisit it now that I've kind of refined my approach to how I'm making videos. Because I really think G Savior is good. I, actually, I'm thinking of a video of uh, how G Savior and Unicorn are connected. There's a element there. There's a through line. Oh, and then that 200 subscriber giveaway. That was really fun. Um, comparing all the RX-78 2s I had at that time. Um... What is a new type? Part one could definitely do a part two. Comparing the Gundam uh, show in the novel uh, from like the first episode. And I haven't even read more of that novel since I need to do that. All right. And then, yeah, let's see. Day of the Unicorn. That's when I started getting into doing the review of the shows. And uh, that, that, well, that was just like a game changer for me personally. And that was like, what, the same week I did the podcast as well, maybe? Yeah, that's when it kind of all started coming together. I, I got to tell you, anyone out there that is thinking of doing a YouTube channel, just do it. If you have any questions, ask. just email me, gunnamexplainedgmail.com. Like if, if you need some tips or there's some issue that you feel is like a blocker and you want you have a question about it, let me know. Because I've learned so much about YouTube with this channel um, that I'm excited to talk about it too. I just don't want to spend too much of the Gundam content about YouTube and not Gundam. Uh, but yeah, as we go down, here's when I was experimenting the different ways to do the um, action figure reviews. And then, yeah, that's when it kind of was steady with that kind of style. Now, the last one. So here's this Robot Spirits Perfect Xeon. This is a recent one. And even though it was a little more work, I like how this video turned out because I actually used my phone. And I know this isn't too far-fetched for people to do, but I used my phone as the camera for the figure instead of my uh, camcorder or, you know, what I would consider to be the professional equipment. It's just the camera from my phone had a very good quality. It allowed me to do more of a zoomed-out wide lens, almost fisheye, because it, it kind of morphs it on the sides. Um, it allowed me, yeah, to do a lot more. Um, yeah, you can see like in my booth here, you can see with my hands, this was a bigger figure. So I was able to kind of zoom out and, and do that. I was just looking at the captions. You know what I wanted to bring up, you know, again, something else, you know, reflecting on this channel. I noticed when I first started, uh, my largest audience was from Japan. 
And I wonder if it's still that way. Let's see if I can get to that quickly. And um, let's see, analytics. And then I think I go to audience. And then I think after, okay, there's advanced mode. Um, I don't think I'm giving away anything that I shouldn't. I mean, it's all, it's all good here. Um, okay, yeah, Japan is number two. And it's neck and neck with the United States. And for the longest time, I was putting the um, subtitles in Japanese, which I got to admit, it's not hard to do. It's just I'll forget it. And then to kind of go back and do it, um, it's just a matter of me downloading the auto-generated subtitles in English and then re-uploading those as English subtitles and then doing a translate into Japanese. Because someone recently, I think it was on that Robot Spirits Perfect Xeon video, asked hey, in Japanese. I think they even asked. Mm -hmm. um, it's not on here. Very interesting. This is for comments. Um, unless it was another video, they said, hey, do you have J uh, Japanese subtitles? Oh, no, that was the Shars Counterattack Part 1 video. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Um, this, yeah, and then someone asked, yeah, Japanese subtitles, and I felt bad because I was like, man, I stopped doing that just because it was kind of an extra step, and I really wasn't sure if it was, but if someone's willing to post that, that makes me think, damn, I need to do it. So, yeah, I posted it, um, I wonder, let's see, Gundam, and this is done, hold on, let me see, if I click, it's saying to click that, English. Yeah, Japanese. So that's cool. I'm glad I'm able to provide that. So that's another cool, I guess, thing I learned on this journey is that I have a large Japanese audience. So to be able to have Japanese subtitles, I think it's cool. I mean, that's really cool. Anyway, yeah, I just decided to reflect on my channel since, one, it's New Year's, uh, that time of year, and there's not that many... Um, Gundam things to talk about since last time, and um, um, and yeah, I, uh, man, it's crazy the videos that show up on this channel um, that are very provocative. <laughs> Not that we need to get into that, but um, there's a lot of um, yeah, it's like anime looking or Japanese women that are like building gunpla or. I don't know. I don't know if like the target audience of Gundam is also um, uh, nice looking things. There's nothing wrong with that, really. Um, Jobby's video. Now, I, I didn't watch it on this because I really watch YouTube on my other channel, but I need to every once in a while give a like with my Gundam stuff. But um, yeah, like that, that picture is very interesting, obviously. And then that is... Interesting. Um, yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with it, right? Um, but yeah, that is that. Um, let's move on. You know, I just finished the 0080 series, and then someone posted this on Reddit. It says, I'm not crying. You're crying. And, you know, it reminds me of that scene in Zeta, where we have the Rick Diaz in the Hayakushiki meetup, and it's like Amaro and Shar kind of meeting up face-to-face -face for the first time since um, the original. But we have 
Bernie and Chris. Um, you know, that never got to happen. Man, just think. If it just think if something happened where like um they heard Bernie, or I'm sorry, Al. Al was like running between them and they detected him. So they stopped and they're both like, Al? And because they want to protect Al, both of them stop. And so they open the cockpit, and as they're going to look at Al, they look at each other and realize, oh, wow, man. I mean, what? Let me ask. Do you guys wish that happened? As sad as it is, do you wish that happened, or do you think it's more impactful for storytelling purposes to have 0080 end the way it did? I mean, I think the way it ended is just such an impactful impactful storytelling element but if they if they were able to like meet and then stop and then it was about well Bernie saying we need to destroy the Gundam or Zeon's gonna nuke the colony and then Chris can say oh they stopped they were able to stop the uh the nuke no, the, the nukes from coming the, and then they're like okay cool and then um, Chris is like, Bernie, you just need to run, run away. Or I don't know what, yeah, what would be going on next? Would it be where Chris is then conflicted, which is she with the Federation to the point of she would want, you know, it reminds me of what is it, MS team when, um, yeah, I forget their names where they meet at the beginning and she's like telling him, you know, they're like afraid they're going to get caught by either side. Um, and that where I wonder if Bernie's just like, well, I have to destroy. It doesn't matter that you're Chris and the Gundam. I have to destroy the Gundam. I, you know, I don't know. Here's what you guys think. Comment about that or leave a comment in the discord. Um, yeah. All right. There's this other post I wanted to read uh, that was on Reddit. It is double Zeta for Zeta. Just wrapped up Zeta and starting double Zeta. Just curious. Is double Zeta Gundam better than Zeta? It's the typical second half upgraded unit that Gundam protagonist gets. Then again, uh, Zeta isn't all outdated by any means either since Double Zeta literally picks up right where Zeta ends. Sure, maybe the latter doesn't offer much in terms of raw firepower, but in terms of specs, they shouldn't be too far apart, no? Also, I know Camille is one of the strongest new types of the UC, if not the strongest, but I seem to recall reading something similar about Judo, but I'm not to sure just wanted to ask you guys your guys thoughts not trying to debate or anything um now again this is on reddit from the Bar barracks 21 um there's no ranking of who's the most new typey i'm not sure that's really the most accurate way to, to uh well sometimes these reddit comments don't really help um you know what, I'd almost say that um like Amaro, Camille and Judo are probably around the same i think they were like destined and it was their fate to get into a gundam and for bright noah to lead them so i would think they're equal but and as for their mobile suits i would assume the zeta and double zeta are better than the rx78 too i would also assume the double assume the double zeta is better than the zeta you know i really like the zeta a lot actually um but once i got into double zeta I think I just like the double Zeta more. I and I've, I've said this before. I think it's like the most extreme end of that kind of angular, like super overpowered um, mobile suit. Until we get to 
Hathaway, because because then we see you know the the Penelope and the um the Kazai Gundam, which those kind of follow in the same footsteps of the angular design, um, just how big, crazy, and powerful they are. Uh, but I think after that, it kind of you know stops a little bit, and, and it's interesting because then there's that side development. So you see like the unicorn. That's more about the new type system in place, even though the Zeta and Devil Zeta were typically piloted by new types. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I'm curious what you guys think about the Double Zeta versus the Zeta, um, and who's piling it. Does it does it matter? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. All right, moving on. So I thought this was cool. So if you guys don't know, there's this movie on Netflix called Don't Look Up. Um, it's very good. In a way, like, uh, it, it seems to drag certain points. It almost seems like that could have been, a, like, a, a short sketch. It's really just making fun of kind of, like, American politics, media, culture, which could really apply to all other countries around the world, perhaps. I wouldn't really know. Maybe more Western uh, countries. But what what they mean by don't look up is that it's almost like you know there's a comet that's going to hit earth and it's and they're kind of treating it like covid where some people don't believe it so they're like don't look up um because there's nothing coming and i kind of like how they applied that to in on, on multiple levels in the gundam universe like because that is a politicized event of shar or zeon what they're trying to do how in some ways Earth Federation is sort of allowing, in some instances, knowing that these things are occurring, allowing the enabling these things to occur. And I think there's a lot of parallels there. The movie on Netflix is a little bit more funny without trying to be. It's kind of like satirical, whereas, you know, in Gundam, everything's taken seriously and it's not really the the, the politics aren't the focus, even though the politics are just what occurs. You see it occur. Um, and even like in Double Zeta, for sure. I mean, Judo goes, I think it was like Scotland, Ireland, and he faces the uh, top um, executives of Earth Federation and starts yelling at them about what they're doing. Uh, so there's a little bit of that in there. And then, and then if you're interested on my other channel, the same channel I did that Master Chief Action Figure review, I actually did a review of Don't Look Up, but then the last half of it, uh, most of it is about the actual inevitable reality that a comet can and has hit earth resetting civilization um that's a whole other subject that i uh, i speak on every once in a while so anyway just thought that was a cool uh a, a cool thing someone made and the name of that person is max potenza 85100 um has anyone seen that yeah let me know either comment or discord all right um let's see and moving on so you know, there's not a uh, mobile suit of the week per se, but I wanted to talk about Operation V. You know, as we're ramping up this year and I've gone through a lot of different Gundam, I also want to be able to cover initial things that start off Gundam. And one of them is this Operation V. This is what you see in... I think they start talking about it in origin, obviously, but after the fact, though it started in the original Mobile Suit Gundam, Amaro finds that manual, there's that explosion around the mobile suits, the manual goes flying, he grabs it, he uses it to start up 
the RX 78 too. So, um, you know, upon receiving intelligence of the Principality of Xeon's development of a new class of weapon called the Mobile Weapons, the Earth Federation government initially dismissed the significance of such inventions, although Federation intelligence agents even managed to acquire the design blueprints of Xeon mobile suit programs. Request to start Federation's own mobile suit research was rejected. The Federation military officials, anticipating a full-scale conventional line of battle warfare, decided to concentrate on strengthening its space armada and believed that war would never break out because any potential Xeon hostility would be deterred in front of an overwhelmingly superior Earth Federation Space Forces fleet. After suffering heavy defeats in the hands of Zeon Zakus in the early phase of the one-year war, the Earth Federation finally learned its bitter lesson of ignorance in the hard way. A top-secret military project codenamed Operation V, short for Operation Victory, was initiated while at the same time the EFSF fleet was being rebuilt in Jaburo under Vincent Plan. So, I'm not familiar. This is the first time I've heard of this. Let's see, Vincent Plan... Oh, is this like a real thing? Two Ocean Navy Act. Okay, so that's like a, a real thing. Um, so again, Gundam using real world kind of uh, scenarios um, when it comes to wartime. Using technology information captured by Federation agents within Xeon e.g. the design details of AMBAC's system, and taking advantages of its own technology and manufacturing superiority, the Federation began to develop a series of more versatile and powerful mobile suits. Operation V was carried out in secret for months under the supervision of Chief Engineer Tamray, Amaro's dad. The result was three prototype mobile suit models, the RX-75 gun tank, the RX-77 gun cannon, and the RX-78 Gundam. And what, what I brought up in my previous video about the mobile suits in 0080, they had a badass-looking, updated version of the gun cannon. I would love if they made a Robot Spirits version of that, because that, uh, it looks good. But, you know, this is the classic design that we see in 0079. Um, and, again, the gun tank, it and their 782, which... Oh, this is just for the series of units, but to look at the specific one, um, you know, these have that 70s, 1970s design that was, you know, thankfully upgraded to be modern as Gundam evolved. So it kind of allows these to stand the test of time. Um, and in universe, you could explain it as they were rushing into getting into this Operation V because they had to figure out what to do. And it, they had the some of the blueprints and information from the Xeons, and the Xeons have that more less angular. They have more of the curved, um, interesting design aesthetics, which you can kind of see that here in a way with the gun tank um, and the gun cannon. And even in Origin, they kind of do a good job of showing the gun tank in a way, even though it kind of looks better the the previous version before it gets into this but it could be just due to the new design elements they got from Xeon that it kind of gave it a, a different kind of look i don't know it was just my headcanon to explain how they went from these 1970s designs which are still good still good but modern design um and a revolutionary new warship 
uh, specifically designed to support mobile suits, the Pegasus um, class assault carrier. So, you know, what's cool about that, here's the white base. It looks awesome. Now, it can also have that appearance, when you first look at it, of just a 1970s design sci-fi ship. But they do a really good job of taking that same design and updating it for future use. Um, I mean, look at these. These look fantastic. So, got to give them credit for that. Operation View was finally discovered by Xeon forces on September 18th, UC0079, when the carrier white base was followed by a Musai-class cruiser on its way to pick up the prototype mobile suits from the research facility in Site 7. The Musai's commander, Shar Aznable, sent out a reconnaissance squad to infiltrate the colony and investigate the rumored Operation V, which Xeon previously obtained traces of intelligence, one of the squad members decided to violate orders and started attacking the dock, destroying multiple federal uh, federal prototype modules and killing most of the Federation crews in the process. In the ensuing chaos, a desperate civilian armor array, Tem's son, managed to start up the RX-782 Gundam and destroyed the two Zaku's attacking the colony at the cost of blowing a large hole in the colony's hull marking the first recorded battle between mobile suits. Although a significant portion of Operation V's research data was lost due to the missing of Temray and death of the senior crews, the result of Operation V was proven. The Gundam's performance was overwhelmingly superior to any Xeon mobile suits until the introduction of the MS-14 Gelgoog at the final weeks of the war. So, at the Gelgoog, here's the um, here's Char's custom version, I guess, right? MS-14, and then we see MS-14A. So I don't know if that color had to do with maybe it was like the first one and the Char had it, and then they had the mass-produced version. That'd be interesting to know. But, you know, one thing I wanted to point out is in here, they said that that was the first recorded battle of mobile suits. And I made a video um, early on. Let me get to that real quick. Um, Let's see. Sort by... Oldest first mobile suit battle. Now this was in Origin, um, and I, there I am yapping. And then, um, okay, we see Shar and like a Zaku one, for instance. And then I want to say the Earth Federation had some, yeah, gun cannoning GMs uh, that they launched. And so, to me, that would be the the first. Uh, battle. Um, and, you know, I've heard people say that Origin is a separate timeline, but, or I guess, uh, but, you know, it doesn't have to be. I really think if we look at what it says here, it says the first recorded mobile suit battle. So it could have been that battle that they're talking about with the Zaku, Shar Zaku 1 and those gun cannon GMs. That could have been more of just like something secret that occurred that, um, they're kind of keeping under wraps. I, I don't know. I mean, because Origin is really great. I think it's a great addition. I see everything as canon there. I've always heard, uh, well, even though you see people online that say it's not canon, there are some, there are some very smart people on Twitter that have to do with Gundam, and they explain how it these things are canon in Origin. So, um, But anyway, yeah, there's this cool... Um, I wonder if they have it. Yeah, this Operation V. Yeah, they don't have their um, gun plus set that you can get that it's um, those three units. 
And I have the Robot Spirits version of the Gundam and Gun Cannon. I don't have the Gun Tank yet. I've been wanting to get it. It is a little pricey. There's one that comes with part of uh, the hangar deck because I have the other two pieces. That thing is around $200. There's times where I felt like pulling the trigger, but, um, you know, responsibility hits me. It's like, you know, there's spending that much on something like that. Yeah, I just got to be careful, right? Oh, cool. Um, yeah, let's actually jump over to Discord. So Will, Will is great with his memes. I saw this. And it blew my mind. I don't know if people here are a fan of X-Men or the 90s X-Men cartoon. Um, Disney Plus is bringing it back. They're calling it X-Men 97, so it takes place after the original cartoon. Um, and then I just seen uh, putting Bernie there. Uh, that is hilarious. So, great find. That's like the meme of the year, in my opinion. Might have said that before. And then this... Uh, picture here now that's a serious picture it's not funny huh. um and then what else was discussed there were some other things that um oh yeah you know will posted about the that gundam online game there's an mmo that's really only in japan um, and i gotta say i played it because uh, i did this whole vpn crazy vpn thing used a translator mod whatever and i played a little bit and it just was kind of empty but it was cool. Now, Santo Bell, he's like a resident video game expert. Um, and he was, yeah, talking about how that um, uh, they're making a new MMO. So, um, and he says it's it could be based on the Breaker or Build Universe, which could be cool. I would just like it to be UC. I would just like it to be something where it's, I mean, just think of some ground land battles where you're, Getting on land, tons of people rolling out in GM, Zaku's, um, with modern graphics and all that. 50 versus 50. I wonder how the gameplay would be, though, because as cool as Battle Operation is, that has aged a bit. And I got to say, I'm, you know, I'm, I beat Code Fairy, and I need to talk about that. Um, that was an excellent game. There's even like a, Kind of a spoiler at the end, so I won't get to that right now, but it's fun to play, but I would say the gameplay mechanics are dated. They are. It's fun. It's good. I think those gameplay mechanics can work in the future, but for people to really jump into a modern game, I would almost say they have to kind of almost make it like Dark Souls, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, the deliberate attack animations and actions like Battle Operation is, but there's just something about Battle Operation that makes it a little dated. Anyway, let's jump into comments. Always awesome to read comments. Um, this one is from Hitachi Cordoba. 0080 is the best Christmas action movie. Sorry, Die Hard fans. LOL. A sequel with Al as an MS pilot would be amazing. My one and only Xmas prayer is for Gundam official to upload 0080 to YouTube. Say hi to Chris for me. You know, that's actually an interesting point that... Uh, they, oh, that ending line, he says, hey, hi to Chris for me. I was like lingering on that. But yeah, they usually add a lot of things on that YouTube channel, but they didn't add 080, and I think around Christmas is the perfect time to do it. Maybe they just don't want to depress a bunch of people. I don't know. Um, but yeah, thanks for the comment. Matt Ralph, 
from the last podcast. Uh, Gundam 00 gets into religion, but very different than 0080. A bit of a reflection of the time it came out. Don't want to say more for spoiler reasons. That is intriguing, Matt. Thank you. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, Sir Cat Reviews, congrats on hitting 600 subs, comrade. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're here, Sir Cat. Koala. Big Guns also... Okay, this had to do with the subscriber giveaway. So, Koala, thank you. Um, Foster Piker, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. Uh, that I hope everyone had a good Christmas, by the way. Um, that was a good time here. We watched uh, that 8-bit Christmas. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Um, Santo Bell. g touches on religion as the last space elevator is seen as a religious object and revered by the people who attend it. Ah, yes, the Hurudududu is one of the essential plug-in weapon units for the Hazel series of MS. If I had to pick, I'd want the Hazel Custom or the Hazen the Ra 2. The V-Fin sells it for me every time, even though the 2 Ra has better legs. Bit of trivia, the Wild Wart is the end boss for Breaker 3. Ah, so I have to get to that. The rabbit is the scariest of animals. That's why it's their symbol for the test team, or at least that's what the team's head thinks. <laughs> scariest of animals, huh? That's interesting. I guess they have like a phobia of rabbits or something. Um, Ahmed Alfan, damn, I thought it was Ray Liotta explaining Gundam. Okay, that's funny. I have heard that before. I have heard people say it looked like Ray Liotta. Actually, I've heard one person say that. Um... I've heard weird things too, and I don't agree. And, and not that I'm trying to boast or anything, but twice I've had people not knowing each other think I look like Ben Affleck. I don't, I don't see that. And then um, worked at a movie theater. People call me Matt Damon. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Did not get that. I think it's just the the white boy look. Zendito Sedwan, congrats on the six hundred. Plus, subscribers, Adam, I have faith that your channel will grow more and more. Also, Merry Christmas. Well, that's very nice, Zendito. I know you've posted here a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, hope you had a good Christmas. Um, yeah, and happy to see my subscriber account grow so much. Oh, and Boy, the winner, thank you so much. But I'm from outside the United States, so I'm not sure if you're able to ship it. But yeah, we we worked that out over Gmail, so that that's going to be cool. Yeah, so like in the future, if anyone wins one of the giveaways and you're not in the United States... Let's work out something in terms of like um, sharing some links of some stores or, or online shops that ship to your country. And um, luckily with Gundam, that's international, so it's very easy to to find Gundam everywhere. We'll read. Congrats to both the winners. Merry Christmas, everyone. Fingers crossed for the next raffle. Thanks, Will. Uh, Clown Crown. Merry Christmas, Gundam. Mobile Suit Gundam Seed was my first Gundam. Then I saw G Gundam, Gundam Wing. A few years uh, later, finally saw the original Gundam that started it all. At first, I could hardly stand the animation that looked like it came from Rocket Robin Hood. It's a real cartoon. It's kind of bad, like, good. The animation is just, ugh, I feel sorry for the 60s, 70s kids who saw that mess originally, but the Mobile Suit Gundam's animation gets so much better in the later episodes, and the story evolves nicely, but they cut a few episodes out. Yeah, and that's a good point. It's very interesting, you know, for, for someone that initially wasn't into anime, I, I wanted to watch the original Gundam because I saw the modern, how cool the modern stuff looks. So it's like, you know what, let me just watch it for the story and just look past that animation. And it kind of grows on you. It really does. Um, even my wife got into it and she's all into Amaro Ray. So the other series not having Amaro Ray, she didn't really care to wait through Zeta for Amaro to show up. Um, 
But they have that new movie coming out next year with Amaro, so I'm sure she'll like that. All right, uh, Ryan Cook, uh, congratulations and Merry Christmas. I'm going to start collecting the hardcover editions of the Origin manga. Since I got the first volume for Christmas, the art is pretty amazing and the quality is fantastic. Okay, that's cool. And, you know, that's a good idea for something to do as a giveaway. So, um, I noticed I'm like rocking back and forth. Um, I don't think that helps. Um, but yeah, Brian, um, you know, that's a good idea to give away that stuff. So, yeah, again... Some Gundams, something Gundam related that you're interested in when you yeah, do the giveaway, post that. Because, for instance, Ryan, if you win, I might throw you one of the uh, the Origin hardcovers. That would be really cool. That's within the price range for sure. Matt Ralph Sazabi or Zeta would be sweet. The new Live Lance looks pretty cool, too, speaking as a Death Sight uh, Hell fan. Okay. That's, uh, I think, Wing, I believe. If I'm wrong, oh no. Rubber Duck, good job to the winners and glory to the losers. Also, an original Astaroth would be cool. Okay. Um, and you know what? Typically, I'm not going to read all of the... But I'm seeing a lot of people. I see here Mighty Leg, Mild Sauce, Mo, uh, Zion Lin, Kodaman 112, Rob the Builder, Jiwang Lee, Soup uh, Spoon, Da Boy. Again, Merry Christmas back to you. Uh, Cat's Hobby, Santa Bell, Angels, Xander Baby, Monster Zack Zack, Karina P, a uh, winner from before, Matt Ralph. Um, and then for that, um, oh, saying looks sick because I posted some pictures in that community tab. Uh, but Kaisuke H, you know, thank you for posting about uh, the subs. I'm, I'm glad to put those on there. Rod Lopper, I just found your channel. Amazing work. Thank you, Rod. I love hearing stuff like that. Um, and for as nice as you are, hope to see you around. And then Du Bois. Whoa, dude, it was such an awesome review. And that was, yeah, the origin. So, yeah, thank you. I'm glad. Um, curious what people think about the panel lining technique. I'm open for uh, criticism. Santo Bell. MX, uh, the MG RX 782 3.0 has so much detail and is still solid years later. But another goodie is the base Gundam form uh, build. Uh, divers ignore the colors. It's a simple but fantastic edition of the Granddaddy. I'll have to look at that. I have not seen that. Uh, Silphie just stumbled upon your channel while watching Gundam War videos. Been eyeing up the Perfect Strike Freedom and the Barbados from Battlelog since I love the design and they should be releasing soon in Canada. Oh, those are good ideas. I've seen a couple. Uh, you know, Target's been getting them, and I think they're just going to keep restocking. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Boy, whoa, they are awesome, dude. Oh, yeah, that is my collection of the uh, 0083 Robot Spirits. Again, on the Community tab. Just post that up there just to throw in some content. Uh, Wylan Kachari. I don't know if this is uh, too hard to get, but I really want to paint a real grade. High new Gundam. Well, if you do get one, um, I'd like to see a picture of that. Bavarka, <laughs> that's a that's a good one. I would love to have something like that. You see Zeta Gundam. Thank you, Tommy Rivard with a cool. Hey, that's always cool to me. Uh, Will Reed, I really enjoy these videos that go over each mobile suit of the series. War in the Pocket was one of the first UC shows I watched from start to finish as a kid. I fell in love with this show's designs for. The Underwater and Cold District MS, the amount of detail in the Xeon mobile suits are phenomenal. I totally understand why Al prefer them over Earth Federation's GMs. Yeah, there's something to that, especially that uh, camper. 
We'll read. I, have I commented on this giveaway video? Not sure, but congratulations on the follower count. Keep up the great work, dude. Well, Will, thank you. Thank you for your posts. And yeah, you're in. Rubber Duck, nice vid. However, you did miss the GM Sniper 2. So yeah, I, I pinned that to the top of that. Can't believe I missed that. Wow, I have let the world down. Um, the boy Awesome, always giving support. Always giving support, man. I appreciate it. Tommy Wynn. Oh, Tomaniac. Oh, I know that. Tomaniac Wynn. Yeah, I'm here for some mech info, and I'm satisfied. Wow, what a comment. Love that. Who's not here for mech info? Even if you're not here. I guess what I'm trying to say is everyone should like mech info. And uh, yeah, that reminds me I want to do a show just about mechs because like Lost Planet always pops in my head thinking about mechs. And Raw Gadav still in backlog. Oh, well, yeah, as soon as you get that uh, completed, maybe that that's a way to get you to get it out of backlog. If you're not working on anything else, put it together, snap some photos, and share it. I'd love to share it on the channel. Rogue New Type. Best one, 144 scale RX-78 available right now. Agreed. Rogue New Type. I'd say it's either or whatever you prefer, like tomato, tomato. I say GM, not Jim, but that's me. Oh, yeah, about... In the cartoon, we're hearing them say GM. A lot of people say Jim. Um, but I think you're right. Tomato, tomato. It's really what you prefer. And, and Rogue prefers GM, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way. So, um, Well, anyway, I guess that's it for um, uh, the, uh, the comments. And I think that's actually, let me get to uh, my channel here. And I guess that's really it for this week's episode of the podcast um yeah thanks for watching again subscribe or like if you haven't got the giveaways going on and everything if there's anything you want me to discuss yeah send me an email go on discord you can send me a long letter and i'll read it on here and we can like dive into it um you know it would be great eventually to do live streams so we can discuss these things live and that will happen oh yes it will happen so anyway uh thanks for watching and uh yeah talk to you guys later have a happy new year